In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Brothers and sisters, we, uh, quick announcement, we do not have a priest for confession today. I'm sorry about that. It is very unfortunate because this hurricane is practically apocalyptic, so it is definitely the end of the world. I'm just kidding. But notice how every time something is announced, every time the next big thing is going to happen, every time there's another disease out, there's another change in the weather, there's another hurricane, another tsunami, another thing, every time there's a warning, we freak out really badly. And it's happened. Even here, where a hurricane in San Diego is just a little bit of rain, Costco is filled, it's wrapped around, the cars are wrapped around the store, wrapped around uh, the, the streets, Food for Less is empty of everything. Albertsons is empty of everything. All these things happen now because of fear. All these things happen now because fear has gripped us. Fear of a little bit of a threat has gripped us. But what is it a threat of, really? Is it really a threat of life? I don't think so. I don't, and I don't think anybody's thinking that way. I think it's a threat to our normal way of life. I think it's a threat to our comfort. I think what's being threatened is not really our lives, but our conveniences, our normal way of life, our ease of life and our comforts, our luxuries. And God forbid some luxuries are taken away. God forbid some convenience is taken away. God forbid we are put in kind of a difficult situation, which is not difficult for anybody 20, 50 years prior to us and before. We happen to live in the richest, most prosperous, most convenient, most comfortable, most luxurious society that human existence has ever seen in the history of humanity. But that's not necessarily a good thing. Look at how fragile we've become. Comfort and conveniences, ease of life, does not do us all the favors that we think that it does. It has made us fragile, and fragility is a weakness Fragility is an impediment to the greatness of the human spirit that God has intended and is creating of us. When we are called the imago Dei, the image of God, when we are called the image of God in the book of Genesis, this is a great thing. But then when announcements are made that it's going to rain a little bit more than usual, and we become fragile people scattering around trying to find everything that we can so that we don't lose any of our comforts, I think we have degraded ourselves at that point. What's going on? This is a commentary on our society as it is today. So that the less God is an active force in our lives, the weaker we become. The less trust we have in God, the more fragile we are as human beings. Jesus says about John the Baptist, he says to, to the crowd, what did you go out to the wilderness to behold? Did you go out to see a reed shaken by the wind? A reed shaken by the wind, just a, a piece of grass that goes to and fro according to the direction of the wind. It just moves with the wind. It has no substance of itself, no, no weight on its own. It just goes this way and that way, not because it wants to, not because it's strong, not because it's willing to go this way or that way, but because... It's being taken one way or the other, but it has no strength in itself. Did you go out to the wilderness to see 
somebody like that, somebody weak and fragile like that? No, obviously not. No one's going to go out of their way to go see somebody fragile. John the Baptist had great faith in God and was greatly strong, very strong, and so people went out to see him. He was a sight to behold. He lived out the first psalm, Psalm 1, which says, Blessed is the man who meditates on the law of the Lord day and night. He is like a tree planted in the ground. It cannot move. It is unshakable. He who meditates on God day and night is a tree, not a reed of grass, but a tree that is not going to move, no matter how much of the storm is going to blow against it. To be rooted in God is to escape fragility. In the gospel reading today, Jesus speaks of it as an act of faith. Faith, he says, in response to the apostles, in response to their, their asking him to increase their faith, Jesus says, yeah, he affirms the thing that they're, that they're asking for. He says, good, you're asking for the right thing. Because if you had even a little bit of faith, even faith as a, the size of a mustard seed, you can say to the sycamine tree, be rooted up and be planted into the sea, and it'll obey you. What does that mean? Faith is power. It means faith is power. That's what he's saying. He's obviously not speaking literalistically. He's saying faith is power. When you have faith, you are empowered as a human being. You are strengthened. You are encouraged. You are given heart to overcome obstacles, to overcome and conquer all adversities. That's what faith does for you. When you have faith in God, nothing will stop you. You're not a reed shaken by the wind. You're a tree planted in the ground that's going to be unshakable. That's what the faith does. That's why, in my opinion, to be honest with you, I think that all the, the, the fear that has really consumed our culture that's just in the air. Every little thing makes us so afraid and so scared to do anything at all. Every, you know, every tiny threat to our convenience becomes really drastic and dramatic for our, for our culture, for our people, and I mean the general American culture. That's because it's a lack of belief in God. We have now planted our faith, our roots, in other things. And once those things are shaken, once we plant our, we, we, we put our confidence in social structures and the social, social structures are shaken a little bit, we are shaken with them. Once we put our trust in the political method and the political method fails us, we are failed. Once we put our trust in money and the economy begins to, to collapse, we begin to collapse with the economy. But when we put our faith in God, God is a rock. This is a constant theme in the Old Testament. God is a rock. We will not be shaken if we are rooted in him. Faith is power. If you believe in God, you can say to a sycamine tree to move and it will obey you because you are empowered. The opposite of which, a lack of faith, is fragility and weakness. And so, we see towards the end of the Gospel reading an example of this. 
Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. He's up in the north. And ten lepers come to him, and they, they're, they're lepers. They ask for cleansing. And he heals them by telling them, go show yourself to the priest. He had, they had to do that because the priest is going to give them a certificate so that they can re-enter society so that they're no longer isolated because of their leprosy. They're healed on the way to go show themselves to the priests, and only one of them comes back. He's a Samaritan. People ask me a lot, why does Jesus make such a big deal out of Samaritans? Why is he always making them the good guy? Well, it's a good question, because the Samaritans were treated like they were actually called dogs by believers in the day of Christ. They were the people in the north who were believers, they're, they're Israelites, but they were, and they were believers of the, of the true God at some point, but they fell into paganism by being intermingled with all the other nations. They started believing in many, many gods, and so they ended up pagans. And because of that, the Jews uh, did not have any respect or honor for them. Yet Jesus holds them up constantly as the model, not because they're pagans, but because they're, in the examples that Jesus is giving, they're good people, decent people. So you have this story in the gospel. You've got the good Samaritan, who's the only one, the Samaritan, between the Samaritan, the priest, and the Levite, only the Samaritan helps the guy that's beaten on the side of the road. And then you've got the woman at the well in the Gospel of John, whom Jesus says, to whom Jesus says, if you ask, I will give you rivers of living water. She was a Samaritan woman. Why does Jesus keep using Samaritans? Well, because the sin that the Pharisees, for example, fell into in a deep way in the time of Christ was that they began to trust in themselves too much. And because of that, they became weak and fragile. Why do they begin to trust in themselves too much? Once they see themselves as perfect, they see themselves as better than other people, and they treat themselves and others as if they're better than them. But the second that we think that we're better than other people, and the second that we think we are perfect, is the second that we begin to trust in ourselves. And the minute we begin to trust in ourselves, it is we're no longer trusting in God, and that is our ultimate fall. That is guaranteed failure, because in ourselves we are weak. So Jesus holds up the Samaritans as these people that have shown themselves to be needy. They need God and they go after him. Brothers and sisters, in the creed, when we say we believe in one God, this is a major statement and we can't take it lightly. Think about it today when you say it in the creed. When we say we believe in one God, we are making a big statement because we're saying we believe in God and at once we're also saying we don't believe in other things. I believe in God means I believe in him and not in the social structures of the world. I believe in God and not in the p political method. I believe in God and not the economy, my financial status. I believe in God and not in my reputation or in what people say about me. I believe in God and not in myself. And if I can say I believe in God and not in anything else, then I hang my hat on God and not anything else, and I am rooted in the rock who is God himself, and I will not be shaken. Fragility is the opposite of faith. Weakness is contrary to faith. Faith is strength. Faith is empowering. Faith is power. Brothers and sisters, it is power 
because God is powerful. And when we believe in him, we root ourselves in him, we are united to him, we are attached to him, and he is one that works in our lives and nothing will shake us. Faith in God gives true life. Amen.